0: Welcome to Doxicast. My name is Addie Mena.
1: And I'm Daniel Silver.
0: And we are your hosts for this exciting new podcast on faith, fantasy, and the Christian life.
1: Um, I'm Daniel Silver. I'm one of the founders and organizers for Doxicon. I'm a student and teacher in the DC metro area, and I go to St. Mary's Orthodox Church, which is the host of Doxicon.
0: And my name is Addie Mena. I am a writer and researcher also in the D.C. area, and I go to St. Pat- Patrick's Catholic Church up in Rockville, Maryland.
1: For those of you that are just joining us who might not be familiar with the Doxicon conference, the concept behind Doxicon is to explore the elements of faith and religion that we find in uh, science fiction and fantasy. Uh, we've had three Doxicon conferences so far in D.C., And now we're moving up to every year. So this year is going to be November 2018. Um, And we decided that we wanted to have uh, a podcast for Doxicon.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the coolest things about the Doxicon convention is, and tell me if you agree, Daniel, some of the conversations that come out of it um, over lunchtime, you'll have people talking about whether or not, um, you know, You can have liturgies on Mars, and if so, what those would look like, as well as sort of the intricacies of Society of Narnia or the morality of Doctor Who, all sorts of things. And we wanted to sort of continue those conversations both throughout the year, but also with a wider audience of people who aren't able to make it to D.C. for one weekend a year.
1: Yeah, and we just felt like we were not engaging the community enough. There we felt like there was a lot missing and there are a lot of people who really want to be having these conversations. And so we're going to be having past speakers from doxicon, people who've gone to doxicon and just people that we generally think are interesting who want to have these types of conversations.
0: Well, and also anybody who has something that we haven't thought of yet, who hasn't sort of engage Doxicon at all. So we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you all on Twitter, on Facebook, however you want to reach out. Um, So send us your crazy ideas about Star Trek, about Battlestar Galactica, about all of it. Uh, We want to hear from you guys. So... Without any further ado, uh, why do we talk about stories and fantasy and fiction at all, really?
1: Yeah, and that's really one of the one of the main pushbacks we get from people is like, "Oh, you're Christians; you shouldn't be talking about these stories." Like,
0: Harry Potter is demonic.
1: <laughs> exactly, um, and you know when we were looking at this. For the original Doxicon, we had to ask that question, Um, and one of the kind of key documents that we got was um, St. Basil. Um, St. Basil gave a speech to the youth about uh, kind of Roman and Greek literature at the times, and what he said is, he said, it's good for virtue to become a habit in one's youth, and that these pagan and heathen literatures are good examples for exercising our spiritual perception upon and, you know, that really resonated with me because that reminded me when I was younger of re- reading, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and practicing my spiritual perception on the allegories in that book. And so when I was becoming Orthodox, Aslan's sacrifice really informed my understanding of the Orthodox crisis victor model of Christ, death, and resurrection.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, another part of that is this idea also of enchantment. And that's something I think that the lion, the witch and the wardrobe and the rest of Narnia does really well. This idea of this enchanted world, um, of ideas and thoughts and ways of living that we haven't really thought of. Uh, and also bringing into sharper relief, some of these eternal questions such as the meaning of life, death, salvation, um, and, you know, something that Leah Labresco has talked about before at the DocsCon conferences on, on sort of the subject of world building is that fantasy and fiction can really bring these themes into sharper relief and help us rediscover the mystery and enchantment of our own lives, and especially of a Christian life.
1: Exactly. And, you know, when we look at, like, the alienness of other worlds and these and these things that are happening, you know, they can kind of help reawaken the mystery and excitement um, for our own world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we get people to say, you know, that's fine. That's good. I, I, you know, I guess there's some value in that, but um, I think Christian should avoid most of those stories. Like you can read like Lewis and Tolkien, but you, you really can't, you shouldn't be reading other ones. Like,
0: yeah. Like Star Trek is problematic. Star Wars is probably like all of these things obviously have very problematic themes. Sometimes, um, or at least problematic elements, I mean, let's go back to Harry Potter, the whole question of witchcraft in it as well is something that at least we need some discernment or tools to think about. Um, So why should Christians be reading stories in the first place by non-Christian authors, or should we even at all, should we just stick to Tolkien and Lewis and maybe a couple of other stories written by other Christian artists?
1: You know, and I think what that misses, I think that misses the point that, like, Tolkien and Lewis were drawing not just from Christian stories, they were drawing from pagan stories at the time. I I mean, mean,
0: Until We Have Faces is based on a Greek myth.
1: Exactly. And, you know, they do that in the best tradition of some of the early church fathers. Um, St. Clement of Rome was one of the earliest Christian writers. And when he wrote about the resurrection he actually used the example of the phoenix uh, which is a well-known myth of the time about his phoenix resurrection and and in the writings it's not exactly clear if he's like treating it as a myth or as an actual event and so like right. he's he's willing to read these kind of pagan myths and use them as, as examples
0: right and as a means of evangelization and as a way of creating these touchstones and taking use of touchstones um which speak to the culture in which we Christians live, whether it be sort of first century, you know, Syria or, you know, 20th century, 21st century, oh my goodness, uh, America.
1: Exactly. And Christianity has always had a, a history of baptizing, you know, pagan uh, elements of, of civilizations they find them in and cultures they find them in. And, and I think that's something that, that we can do too.
0: Definitely, definitely. Though I, I think it bears saying that perhaps not everything can be baptized. And that's something that I think we get into in later episodes and will continue to develop uh, as things go along. You know, are all stories worthwhile for Christians to be engaging or are there limits to? the use of our time and mental faculties and emotions and frustration too.
1: Yeah. And I, I know, and that's something that Doxicon really considered when we were kind of organizing and and we had to say, you know, we should look at discernment and we should look at how Christians can pick and choose because we shouldn't be consuming everything. Um, To go back to St. Basil. Um, you know, he, he said, and I'll, I'll put a little passage of him, he said, um, Now then, altogether after the manner of bees, must we use these writings? For the bees do not visit all the flowers without discernment, nor indeed do they seek to carry away entire those upon which they light, but rather, having taken so much as is adapted to their needs, they let the rest go. So we, if wise, shall take from heathen books whatever be- befits us and is allied to the truth, and shall pass over the rest.
0: Right, and, and I mean, that... Echoes as you know, all of the church fathers do what's in the scriptures as well. I mean, St. Paul says in his uh, first letter to the Corinthians that all things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. You know, it isn't necessarily profitable for a Christian to be watching Game of Thrones. There's, I think, a wide debate to be had about that, but it always that debate should be had on Christian terms. Um, and, and there's a whole variety of things that also fall into that category, which hopefully we will get to explore a little bit as this series continues.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you for joining us on the pilot episode of Doxacast. Um One thing we want to emphasize is we want to hear back from you as much as possible. We want you yes. sending in questions, episode Please. ideas.
0: Angry emails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love those. We'll read those online. Um, to people
0: also nice emails any emails (laughs) we Um. will read them (laughs) i promise (laughs) but yeah um please get back to us and we look forward to talking with you guys more